Um, so as as you know, the piece of the, the Gemara that we're learning at the moment is Shkalim. Uh, Shkalim doesn't have uh, Talmud Bavli on it. We've only got the Talmud Yerushalmi, and the Dafyomi program uh, uses the Talmud Yerushalmi for the program. So we continue learning Masechet Shkalim with the Talmud Yerushalmi instead of the Bavli. Uh, and the differences between the Yerushalmi and the Bavli are interesting because, interesting because there are many pieces that appear both here in the, ba- in the Yerushalmi and also parallel pieces that appear in the Bavli. One example is from today's uh, daf, where we have the famous b'risa of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair. Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, and his grave is in Tzfat, one can see it. Um, Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, Omer, uh, this is the famous b'risa, where the greatest characteristics, the greatest achievements of human development he lays out the curriculum, how to do it. And here we have his rizut meviyali de'nekiyut. Through being energetic and passionate about one's mitzvahs, one gets to the level of nekiyut, which is cleanliness, purity. Nekiyut meviyali de'taro. Nekiyut brings to, to higher levels of purity. Taro meviyali de'kedusha. Taro brings us to levels of, of sanctity. Kedusha Mevi'ali de Anava, that brings us to levels of Anava, and so on, all the way to Ruach HaKodesh. In the uh, Bavli, we have the same, in Avodah Zorah, we have the same b'risa of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, except in the Bavli, it starts two steps before then. So we're told in the Bavli, Torah Mevi'ali de Zahirut, that by studying Torah, one becomes more mindful about what one's doing, and zehirut mevialidez rizut, and that mindfulness brings one to higher levels of energy. And then zrizut mevialidez nekiyut, the same as we've got here. So the first two steps that we have in the Bavli are missing in the Yerushalmi. Um, and the, this is, of course, the, the, the basis, the structure of the Sefer of Mesilas Yishorim, which is probably the most important classical work of Musar. Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzata's Mesilas Yishorim is based on the Bryce of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, when he sh- where he shows you how to do each of these steps and how to move through this program step by step all the way up to, to the top of the program. But what we'll touch on is this, um, why he starts, why the Yerushalmi starts with Zrizut Mevia Lidei Nekiyut. So what I want to touch on is, number one, why does the Yerushalmi leave out the first two steps? Torah Mevia Lidei Zihirut, Zihirut Mevia Zrizut. And secondly, this idea of nikiyut, what is this idea of cleanliness? It's not tahara, because that's the next one. We've got tahara later on. So what does nikiyut mean? Nikikapayim. Means what? Nikikapayim. So let's see exactly what it means. So the, the Yefei Mare is an interesting parish. The Yefei Mare is a, a great Tamil Chochem from Turkey, 16th century. So an early Akron. Uh, from, from Turkey, and he wrote an important parish on all the Medrashim, on Medrash Rabbah, and he also wrote a parish on the Agadita parts of the Yerushalmi. So where the Yerushalmi goes into Agadita, such as this area, he has, um, he has a parish, and he says, this, explains, this is the difference between the Yerushalmi and the Bavli. There are no psukim to prove that Torah Mavi'ali de Zihirut, that by studying Torah you become more mindful, and that by being mindful you become more energetic. There are no psukim. We don't learn it from psukim. That's learned logically. And one of the differences between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi, and the reason why the Bavli has been learned so much, is the Bavli deals with logic and rational deductions. 
The Bavli, the Yerushalmi, deals more with things that we can deduce from psukim, that we can deduce directly from verses in the Torah. And the, this piece of Yerushalmi goes on to show each one's rizut and it brings a posuk. The kiyut tara, and so on, it brings a posuk. For each one of them, it brings a posuk, but it doesn't have a posuk for Torah Mevi'adilizirus and Zirus Mevi'adilizirus, so the Yerushalmi doesn't deal with that. That's the way the Yefei Mare wants to resolve the difference between the Yerushalmi and the Bavli. Um, the Traklin Chadatin, the Traklin Chadatin is very, very interesting because the Traklin Chadatin was written by Rabbi Yisrael Mishklov. You said, David, your great-grandfather came to Yerushalayim, to Ez Yisrael, with Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Shklov. So Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Shklov was the first wave of the Talmidim of the Vilna Gaon who came to Ez Yisrael. He came first to Tzfat and then to Tveria. Um, and that was in, in the very beginning of the 19th century. Uh, then there was a second wave of, of Talmudim of the Vilna Gaon, and Reb Menachem Mendel's very good friend was Rabbi Yisrael of Shklov, and he came in the third wave, and he came to Tzfat. Rabbi Yisrael, both of them, were very important in the uh, transmission of the Vilna Gaon's Torah in the publication, because in the Vilna Gaon's lifetime, nothing was published. So they published what we have today of the Vilna Gaon. Most of it was brought into publication by those two friends, Rabbi, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Shklov and Rabbi Yisrael of Shklov, who were very close to Amidim of the Vilna Gaon. Rabbi Yisrael was only the last few years of the Vilna Gaon's life, but the Vilna Gaon adopted him as a primary Talmud. Um, and it's, it's, he had quite a difficult life. He eventually came to Tzfat. He had only arrived in Tzfat, and after a few months, as one can imagine, they were short of money. The, the community of Tzfat was desperately poor and short of money. So they decided somebody had to go to Europe to raise money. And they had a, a meeting to decide who would be the best person to go to Europe. They decided to be Sorel of Shklov would be the best person to go to Europe. He'd only just arrived in Sfat. And in those days, you can imagine, it used to take months to get from Europe to, to Israel. And they put him back, and he had to go back to Europe. And he went to Lithuania. He went to Reb Chaim Velozhna. In Velozhna, Reb Chaim Velozhna helped him. And he went to, uh, to Vilna, and he went to Minsk. In Minsk, he published this perush, called Traklin Chadatin, the new shekel, which is a perush on Masech Teshkalim, which thank goodness we've got, because it makes it a lot more accessible. A perush of Masech Teshkalim, according to the way the Vilna Gaon understood it. So he's an, imp an important authority, as we learn through this difficult Masech Um and, and he says, this, is, this links to the Mishnah that we've just had, and the Mishnah on Daf Ches. We were on Daf Tes. There was a Mishnah on Daf Ches Amud Aleph and another Mishnah on Daf Tes Amud Aleph. And they both talk. The Mishnah on Daf Ches Amud Aleph says, Adam tzarich latzeit yedei habriyot kederich sheyichayav latzeit yedei hamakom. Kederich sheyitzarich latzeit yedei hamakom. A person has to make himself um, approvable, approved, okay, kosher to humanity, just as he does so to Hashem. It's not good enough to know that your heart is in the right place and that you're doing the right thing. It's also got to be evident to society that you are. You have to do both together. You have to be seen to be okay and kosher to Hashem and to, and to humanity. Both of them together you have to be. You can't just, you can't just be one. And, and, he brings, and he brings the posuk. Israel with the, the, the Shvatim that wanted to stay behind. And Moshe says, that's fine, but you've got to go and help and, and fight the battles in Israel. Then you can go back again. 
from there we learn that you've, that you've got to fulfill both sides of that. And the word used there is Nikiyim. And in the very next Mishnah, which is on our daf, at the beginning of the daf, on the daf of our daf, there's a story of Raman Gamliel and how careful he used to be when he used to bring his shkalim, and his whole family used to bring shkalim to the Beit HaMikdash. They were very careful, firstly, to make it clear, evident to everybody, that they were donating, they weren't taking. And, and there was Rizut, he made sure that his shkalim got into the first round of shkalim that they were used for korbanot. So there's an element, both of Zrizut, of energy and, and assiduousness, as well as being careful to be Yotze, both Yodei Shemayim and, and, uh, and, and uh, to be Nikiyam Rifnam Abriyot as well. And therefore, says Rabbi Sorol of Shklov, that's why we're talking about Zrizut Mevia Dilidei Nikiyut. What is Nikiyut and how do you get it? That's what the Gemara is dealing with. Not the whole, not the whole Bryce of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yor. The whole Bryce of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yor we deal with in, in the Bavli. What the Yerushalmi is really interested in is that first phrase. What is Nikiyut and how do you achieve Nikiyut? You achieve Nikiyut through the Midav's Rizut. By being careful and, and conscientious and energetic about the mitzvot, people can see that you're serious. Hashem can see certainly that you're serious, but people also see that you're serious, that you do things with energy. If you just schlep along and you kind of come to the minion and you schlep along and you stick around for a shear for a bit and you schlep along, then nobody sees that you're taking your Yiddishkeit very seriously. But if there's energy in everything you do, you daven with energy, you learn Torah with energy, you participate in a shear with energy, you put on your tefillin with energy, you keep your kashus, you say your brochas, all of them with energy, then it's clear to everybody that this is something very important to you. And that's how you achieve Nikiyut. But what does Nikiyut mean? So here we have some interesting different ideas as to what Nikiyut means. Rashi says, Naki michet, you, you're free of sin. But that's a little bit different, difficult because we're already told that zihirut mevi'alidei nikiyut. You can, you, zihirut mevi'alidei zrizut, zrizut le nikiyut, so you're already being careful. Zihirut means you're being careful about not sinning. So why does, what does Rashi mean when he says that nikiyut is also you nakiyut clean from sin? Surely that's already in an earlier state. Says the run, it means b'machshava, that you're not even thinking wrong. Zihirut is you do nothing wrong. Nikiyut is you think nothing wrong. That's a much higher level. And, and this level of Nikiyut that the Ran talks about, in a sense, is what the Mesilat Yishorim, how he explains when he gets to Nikiyut, the Mesilat Yishorim explains Nikiyut as being free from ego. So you're doing the mitzvot, but you're doing the mitzvot without any risk of, of there being ego involved. None of the doing the mitzvot is looking at me. And that's why in the Lithuanian tradition, any mitzvah that had external expression, they used to underplay, they used to play down. Uh, if it wasn't absolutely necessary to make an exhibition of it, they wouldn't do it for the fear that there could be ego. Look at me, look how long my tzitzis are, look how long my beard is, look how, how, how much I'm shocking in the davening. Those were all things that in the Lithuanian tradition they didn't do so as to be sure that ego doesn't come into it. And that's how the Mesilis Yishorim, based on the Ran's view, that this is about machshava, the way, the way you think about your Yiddishkeit. What does it mean, the way you think about it? explains the Mesilis Yishorim. It means you think about it without ego. It's got nothing to do about what you look like. It's got to do with, uh, with, with your heart. Uh, the Ravid says something quite fascinating. Uh, based on the Gemara in Shabbos, Tafkuf Yud Dalit, 
where the, the Gemara says there that Kol Talmid Chacham Shnimsa Revavah Bigdor Chayav Mita. If a Talmid Chacham, if there's a stain on the Talmid Chacham's clothing, he's guilty of death. It's a very serious thing. It's a strange Gemara. It's a very, a very harsh Gemara. The, um, the Ravid says that's what this means. Yenikiyut actually means cleanliness. It actually means keeping yourself clean, keeping your body clean and keeping your clothing clean. Interesting that the Ravid actually says that. Um, and, why is that, and why is that so important? Uh, that's explained, Rabbi Yaakov Emden explains why, why that is. Because he says, if you understand the idea of Nikiyut, Nikiyut is an interesting word. Because Nikiyut means what? What is it? If I say to you, what does Nikiyut mean? It means clean. And yet it also means a very high level of purity of intent. So the word Nikiyut has a very physical and a very spiritual meaning. It means both of them. And the way that Yaakov Emden explains the Ravid is that they have to go together. You can't, if, if you're pure in your thinking and in your action, you're not going to be impure in the way you present yourself. Because you understand that just as your body and your clothing reflects who you are, so your behavior reflects you in the Shema, and there has to be a match. There has to be a matching. There has to be a reflection. So if you're pure, that's what it means. You have to be pure in the eyes of Hashem and in the eyes of Yisrael. That means Hashem who sees into your heart has to see a pure heart. But the outer format must reflect that purity. It, there's got to be an alignment between what you see outside and what there is on the inside. So Chol works both ways. That the way you are on the inside has to be manifested on the outside. The way you are on the outside has to be manifested on the inside. It explains the Yaakov Emden. If a person is going to be filthy on the outside, that doesn't reflect his inside. If he's a pure person inside. And there's a misalignment. The idea of Nikiyut, therefore, to use the word Nikiyut, which means hygiene. There's a physical hygiene and there's a spiritual hygiene. And we have to have them both. That's why it's necessary that a Talmud Chacham who prides himself of a purity of heart and a purity of mind also has to have a purity in the way other people experience him so that the, uh, his outer image aligns with his inner identity, that his image and his identity are aligned and they both have the midah of nikiyut, of hygiene, of purity and, and of cleanliness. And that's the, the meaning of that first part of the Bryce of Rabbi Pichus ben Zrizut, if you not only are you careful with everything you do, but you do it with high levels of energy, that brings you to a mindfulness and an awareness of the cleanliness and the hygiene, both of your, of your thinking, removing ego from your thinking, and the cleanliness of your physical appearance and to make sure that it is all aligned with a kind of purity that is worthy of the neshama that you carry.